0: Town Bank Mortgage. NMLS number 512138 is an equal housing lender. This podcast is for informational purposes only. And now, the man born with a five o'clock shadow and with the NMLS number 2028201. He is a gentleman. He is a scholar. He is Tyler Crawley. I'm having flashbacks. To my radio days when I would sleep in, and it just felt weird starting this show because I slept in this morning for the first time in a long time. I uh, slept through my alarm, but here we are. That's the benefit of doing a show at 9 a.m. versus 6 a.m. <laughs> is that even if you sleep in, you're still likely to be able to do the show. All right, welcome everyone to the Markets and Mortgages Podcast. I am the aforementioned host of this podcast, Tyler Crawley, and uh, yeah, I'm a little, I don't know, it's weird. I'm a little tired. I guess that's what it is. That's why I slept through my alarm, so I'm not as energetic as I guess I normally am, um, and what a horrible morning for this to happen because it was there was so much happening early this morning that I was I was hoping to wake up on time to talk about with regards to inflation data happening in Europe. Uh, We got data from the Euro area, data from the UK, both positive, good numbers, uh, as well as mortgage demand. But the big story this morning is what is happening with home building. And if you look at it kind of on its face, you would think that we got two conflicting reports. Uh, we got home builder confidence yesterday and then about 30 minutes ago we got residential construction which is you know building permits housing completions housing starts and they seem to be kind of opposed to each other one of them was up one of them was down but you got to look at it in the aggregate you got to look at it over a certain time frame and the reality is construction in this country is much stronger than I think anyone thought we were going to be at the beginning of the year. Um, Some of these numbers, while down a little bit, especially single family, especially single family, uh, was one of the bright spots in the residential construction report. So let's start first with what happened yesterday. So we got home builder confidence. And for the seventh straight month, we saw home builder confidence rise. Now, it wasn't as big of a jump as we saw last month. So home builder confidence was up one point to an index of 56. That is obviously smaller than the five-point jump that we saw in June, but it was the seventh straight increase. Every single month in 2023, we have seen home builder confidence rise. Oh, and I should mention this is the National Association of Home Builders, Wells Fargo, housing market index. Appreciate them for providing us with this data. And for the first time in 2023, this is big. The index this year was higher than the year prior. Because if you remember last year, rates really started to skyrocket kind of in the middle summer. Most people would argue that I think July was that turning point. And here we are. (laughs) <laughs> looking at July data for homebuilder confidence. And for the first time this year, it's hotter than last year. Just by a point, last July, the home builder index was at 55 versus right now at 56. Now, one of the reasons why we didn't see a bigger jump uh, was concerns about the future. Single-family sales in the next six months, one of the major components of the overall index, saw its biggest drop in 2023 with a two-point decline to an index of 60. So still at 60, that's still impressive, but a two-point drop nonetheless. Uh, current single-family sales in traffic of prospective buyers, uh, they were both up for the month with um, current single-family sales rising to 62, while traffic of prospective buyers jumped three points, pretty good, uh, to an index of 40. But here's the other big story. In this report, and that was... It really wasn't so much a big drop, but the South slipped. We have not seen this since November 2022. Since November 2022, the South has had the strongest home builder confidence index. And for the first time since November, the South lost... The top spot. The Northeast barely took the top spot with an eight-point jump. So things are really looking up in the Northeast. Uh, It jumped to an index of 60 in July. The South took the number two spot after a one-point decline to 59. The West, four points, jump to 54. And the Midwest is still the only region under that 50 threshold. Of course, 50 being the threshold Above 50, uh, you're looked at as being more positive than negative. Below it, you're looked at being more negative than positive. The Midwest is still the only region in negative territory after a two-point drop. So they were getting close. Moved back two steps to 46. Robert Dietz, chief economist of the National Association of Home Builders, noted that recent rate jumps have reminded builders that we aren't out of the woods yet. So, you know, we've seen this kind of you know, upward trajectory all month, seven months in a row, things have gotten better and better and better. And this is sort of a wake up call, uh, according to Robert Dietz, who said, quote, although builders continue to remain cautiously optimistic about market conditions, the quarter point rise in mortgage rates over the past month is a stark reminder of the stop and start process the market will experience as the Federal Reserve nears the end of the ongoing tightening cycle. And speaking of rates. (laughs) I can say this morning is another good morning for bond markets. Uh, The 10-year as of right now, so almost 9.15 on this Wednesday morning, uh, the 10-year yield is down about two basis points. So we're now looking at about 3.76%. Earlier it was 3.75, three and three quarters. That's, we're talking, what is that? That's 33 basis points lower than where we were last Monday. I'll take it. So rates are moving in a positive direction. uh, And we actually saw some evidence of that. Uh, We got the mortgage demand report out this morning, and it did show purchase demand had had fell 1% week over week. Uh, So maybe not reflected in the purchases, uh, but total mortgage application rose, volume rose 1.1% thanks to an increase in refis, a 7% jump in refis. However, purchases still make up the vast majority of volume right now. So even with a 7% jump in refis, it's not going to have as big of an impact on total application volume. But what it shows is that as we're seeing rates kind of come down, we're seeing some people come back to the market saying, all right, now maybe I can afford that house <laughs> if, if, if rates keep moving in that direction. And all right, let's get back to builders. There we go. Home building. That's what I was looking for. Uh, because this morning, about 30 minutes ago, now about 45 minutes ago, we got the residential construction report from Census Bureau. Now, if you remember last month, huge numbers. I mean, just a huge jump uh, in all categories, but really in housing starts, housing starts saw a, it was almost 22% jump month over month. Every category was up. It was a beautiful report, just beautiful report. Uh, And so you had to expect that you were going to see somewhat of a pullback because we were seeing numbers that we hadn't seen in a while. I mean with a you know 22% jump that's going to happen and you saw that. I mean you saw that I mean no one was surprised by this. And so while it may look like once again, you know we saw a big jump in June with home builders uh, confidence five point jump, you know this month was one point, but in June we saw a five point jump looking at June data for residential construction, we saw a pullback. So some people might say, well, that's kind of weird. Why are you seeing a pullback? Well, it's because May was such a crazy hot month that you're just going to see somewhat not correction, but just a little bit of a pullback because you don't want to see things get too hot once again. You just, you don't want to see that. You want to see steady growth. That's what you want to see. And so when you see a really hot month, you're expecting to see kind of a pullback the next month. And that's what we got here. So building permits uh, fell 3.7% to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 1.44 million. That is down from the 5.2% jump that we saw last month. But it was a bigger drop than what economists were projecting. They were projecting only a 0.2% decline. So building permits actually fell more than expected. But here's what's interesting. It was not because of single family. Multifamily saw a big 13.5% drop to an annual rate of 467,000. I didn't have time to go back and see when the last time we saw a number that low was because it's the lowest level in a year and the report you know, goes back a year, but it doesn't go back further than that. So I have to go back from the census bureau data and get that. I, I didn't have time to do that this morning. It, you know, Report came out at 8.30, we're doing the show at 9, I just didn't have the time, but I know it was further back than a year. But here's the good news, single family was the bright spot. In fact, it actually climbed 2.2% to an annual rate of 922,000, highest level since June 22, which tells us what, obviously, building permits is the beginning process, you know, permits, starts, completions. This tells us that the demand out there for homes is still relatively strong thanks to the lack of existing homes that are for sale, which we'll talk about. I think that's tomorrow. We won't talk about it tomorrow because I think it comes out at 10, so we'll talk about it I guess next week because we don't do a show on Friday. Um, but that shows us that builders are like, hey, people, because of the lack of inventory, are going to want to buy And still want to buy. And so we're going to need to provide that inventory. So that's the highest level since June 2022. So housing starts, or excuse me, building permits, bright spot, single family. Uh, Housing starts, remember once again, that was the big jump we saw last month. Almost a 22% jump. Uh, Not surprisingly, 8% (laughs) decline this month to an annual rate of 1.43 million. Now economists were actually expecting a bigger drop of 9.2%. So even the 8% drop wasn't so bad. And of course, just like building permits, if you kind of take what we saw last month and average them out, I mean, especially this one, you're still up. I mean, 22% jump, 8% drop, you're still up. (laughs) So it's still not all that bad. Uh, Single family starts were not much help for um, housing starts overall with a 7% drop Multifamily saw an even bigger drop, though, of 11.6%, and that is now the lowest level since December of 2022. And then housing completions, privately owned housing completions, fell 3% to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 1.47 million. That is well below the 9.2% jump that we saw last report in May, but it is still up. 5.5% from one year ago. Single-family completions fell 2.8%. Multifamily fell 2.5%. So kind of a balance there in housing completions. I did not have time to get to the regional data. So maybe we'll talk about that on tomorrow's show because I just didn't have time to get to it. But like I said, this report on its face may look negative. Oh my gosh, look, construction slowing down. It's really not. Uh, When you see a big jump like we saw last month, you're going to see a pullback. That's just natural. It's going to happen. And you combine that with what's happening with home builder confidence. Home builder confidence jumped five points in June. That's a strong construction kind of economy. I mean, like I said, you got to average out what we saw last month. I mean, so the only one that's potentially negative is actually building permits. But once again, that's all being led by multifamily. You're seeing a big pullback in multifamily. Single family was actually up month over month. But then housing starts, 22% jump, 8% drop, still positive. Housing completions, 3% drop combined with a 9.2% jump the month prior, still positive. So don't. Well, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, the, the doomer and gloomers, the crash bros are going to go, oh, look at this report. This is, here's the sign. Finally, it's here. (laughs) Finally. Uh, They've been saying that all for, well, not now. It's kind of funny watching them now pivot. I will say I did notice what seems like a lot of the housing crash guys are slowly pivoting away from a housing crash and are now like, currency's going to crash, <laughs> the dollar's going to crash, or something else is going to crash. They's, something has got to crash to them, and now they've realized it's not going to be housing. Uh, but we'll see if they, they take the bait and jump on this report. Uh, I mentioned inflation data. We did get some big reports. Globally, uh, the UK is still <laughs> dealing uh, with pretty hot, consumer prices, uh, price growth. And last month they were at 8.7%. It was supposed to fall 8.2%. It actually fell to 7.9%. So big drop, almost a full percentage point drop in the UK. That is good news for the UK. And then in the Euro area, they were supposed to fall to 5.5% from 6.1%. And they did right on the number. So we saw some good drops in inflation in Europe, both the euro area and the UK. So that is that's positive. That's good. You want to see global inflation fall. I mean, obviously Turkey is kind of on its own <laughs> with what's happening there. But everywhere else, it'd be good to see inflation fall. That is good for our products because we buy, you know, we have we have a lot of imports. And so that way when you're seeing the cost of goods fall, that's good for us because we're buying some of those goods. Now, obviously, it's not all, you know, some of it might be wholesale prices and things of that nature, but it's good to see global inflation ease, even if, you know, but it also shows how much better we're doing than the rest of <laughs> We're at 3%. <laughs> uh, the UK is at almost 8 and and uh, Europe is uh, at 55 So. Our inflation doesn't look so bad now, (laughs) does it? Uh, All right, we got to go real quick here. Let's see what we got coming up tomorrow. Of course, I don't have it in front of me. Like I told you, I woke up late, so I am kind of i am less i am usually not very well prepared, but I am less prepared (laughs) this morning than I probably should be. Uh, Tomorrow, like I said, we got existing home sales. They're expect expected expect they're expect they're expected to fall two point one percent. So that data comes out, so that, well, that comes out at 10 a.m. So we're not going to be able to talk about that on Thursday's show. And then late on Thursday, we're, get, we're looking at inflation in Japan, which is supposed to rise, oddly enough, to 3.5% in June. And then we got jobless claims at 8.30. That's in the a.m. So we will talk about those on tomorrow's podcast. So I'm going to break down some of these construction numbers, get some of the regional data, as well as get you know some of the historical data as well. So we can talk a little bit about it on Thursday's show. But you guys enjoy your Wednesday. We'll see you back here Thursday morning for another edition of Markets and Mortgages. And remember, as always, do not wait to buy real estate. You buy real estate and wait.